Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lili Nishmasimi Morosi Rusbas Mordechai. First picture here we have. These are not posed. The guy that took the picture said unposed. I believe it. Izzy Goldberg learning the daf. This is Chaim Peretz Levin. He's sponsoring for Bris. He put out the sign. Get a free Gemara sign at his grandson's Bris. The Mishpacha loves him. Uh, this is Yossi. I erased his last uh, name because he asked to. I came across your content for the first time a few weeks ago. There's a YouTube interview. We were talking about why someone should join the daf in the middle of a Yavamis. You said there's a special siyata de shmayu when you start in the middle of nowhere. I love that. I got one guy with like that, at least. I watched some of your earlier shrimp and decided to refresh my commitment that day. Sure enough, it was daf 53. You were giving the big shir in New York. The good morning, my boys, was so geschmack that I downloaded the piece of audio and now use it as my alarm clock. I'm sure your viewers would love this video clip. Chel Cholay Raisa, Yossi from California. Here we go. It was so good the first time, I made them do it a second time. You guys want to hear that again? I think you should hear it again. Listen to how many people, 700 people saying good morning. Ah. Okay. This is from Chaim Kugelman. Thanks for the Shmak Daf. I really enjoy listening to it. Shol Japan, Japan. And Avrumi Berkowitz spotted doing the Daf of the Rebellion on a flight to Detroit. It looks like a chartered plane. Like there's no, no game. Only Yidin on a flight to Detroit. Maybe it's from Kirastir. I don't know what this is. Ah, it's the yard side in Detroit. Very nice. Okay, good shot. Stalin, he says Stalin. There's a yard site now, the Rebbe is buried in Detroit, so they all go to Detroit. Here's the other guy. Now this one, you gotta see this, this. I don't know that we need audio, but here again, unposed, the Emes, unposed, taken by Yaakov Yosef Ayal, of the three, the three of the four guys that came to Master Shabbos, all doing the daf on the way to Ramad Bet Shemesh. If you look, no, 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 I don't know what happened. Hold on, stop. What happened? No, no, that's not on purpose. Did you? No, no, no. It was ways. But if you look closely, there's the. Uh, there, he is doing the daf on top. The top left corner is the daf. He's that solid driver. What are you? These are all, these are solid boys. F one fifty two is in the house. Shmuley, like, what's your name? Shmuley Goldberg from Flatbush. And your son? What's your name? Donnie Goldberg, same last name, unbelievable. <laughs> and you? Donnie Ibrahim. <laughs> you don't get this to do. Fine. It's Geschmack to do the daf spotted. And now for the sponsors. Koil sponsor, Duchim. Koil Day. I guess Joel Mizrahi heard what I said the other day that you cannot eat meat if you don't support Tyra. So he's supporting the Koil for a day. Because Torah is awesome. As to you, the Magichir, the video editor, not missing a shear. The Boyer family. Eli Weinberg, your friend family, was proud to be a part of MDY. The walking scene family, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah is the best gula. Anonymously. who I met in New York. Big sponsor here. Lezeichen Nishmas Reb Aaron Wertheim Harav Aaron Ben Harav Yosef Zeichet Zayk Lebrako May Mordechai Zapaznik Get a Shidduch Bekorov I added that Mezen Shomah Haven Aliyah It says here Andrew Fuchs Lili Nishmas My sister Shane Lobas Nachman 
May she be melitzas yoyshev for all of us. My parents, Chaim Levine, in honor of my golden dove, grandson's bris. If you haven't seen the golden dove piece, you should see it. I don't know how to find it, but you should get it. Shroel Levine, Mazel Tov to his parents. What? Brachas Nun Gimel, says Laibi. It's a bucky in the classics. Mazel Tov to his parents. Ruben and Buna Levin, may they be Megadolim, Letoir, Lechubal, Masim Toivim, be a source of the edition, Nachas, Nathar, Levin, Shulman, Mishpachas. How did he get so many words, Yosef? Mishpachas, I see the other guy before him said four, a number four, four all of us. That means that he was like running out of letters. He's going and going. He has, you know, if you put, if you put a sign for MDY at your grandson's bris, you could get a few extra words. Mishpachas, Shalitsky family, Mishpachas, Shalitsky family, our friend Nifter last week, Rav Ram Alvin Ben Yehuda Halevi, Reisbaum, should be made to of his family and friends. And my son-in-law's grandfather, who is a survivor of the camps, is not doing so well. Refush Lema for Usher Ben Chano. A boy side, here we go. Yeah. Holding the last, last words. He won't turn it off now. Okay. Yeah. Where's that cup? Where is that cup? Check this out, Reboisai. We got how many of these? Thousands. Thousand donated by Bensi Novak. Unbelievable. Yishkoyach. It's a beautiful, beautiful design. Beautiful cup. MDY cup. You can only get one of these if you come to the live shear. Do not. You could take the dirty ones home. Do not take clean ones. And if you want mine, there's going to be a little bit of a bidding war afterwards. It has my DNA in it. If you come there to show you get them. Zok the Gemara. Tonu Rabbonon. Uvenu Choyimar Shuba Shem Ribe Voice Alpha Yisrael. Again, we have another very Gishmaka Agadatad Daf. When the Aron rested, Uvenu Choyimar Shuba Moshe would say, Shuba Shem, come back, Hashem. Ribe Voice. What's Ribe Voice? Ribe Voice. One Revava is ten thousand. So what's Ribe Voice? Twenty thousand. Alfe. LF is a thousand, Alfe is two thousand. So total of twenty-two thousand Yisrael. Melamid. Come back. We have twenty-two thousand. This is what they tell you when you go voting. Like every vote counts because let's say if there were 22,000 minus one, so the Shekhinah wouldn't be Shaira. So that means that you're, you didn't vote, you didn't have a child, and therefore it's your fault that Akash Baruch was not here. Every single person, if they missed the, he's not elected because of that one, it's your fault. So therefore, there's a taina on you. If you're not easy, by another than a view, it says in the pasuk like this: Why did they die? This is a continuation. It's brought down in Bayikra, but in Bamidbar it says It's more mefurish in Bayikra. But Krivim they brought whatever it means, whatever the chet was. And then all the way at the end of the pasuk it says, Uvanim lahayulahem. Why does the Torah have to say it? To tell us, Hahayulahem banim, had they had children, loy mesu, the children would have saved them. Because the Aver wasn't, they say, it wasn't like the, the greatest Aver. That's how they explain. And had they had children for whatever reason, that would have been their saving grace or whatever. It causes Shechina to leave We're going to be your Elohim and to your children afterwards. Where is the Shechina going to rest? So therefore... These are the reasons why one should get married and have children. The official mission is sponsored anonymously for for my wife and children. That's the beauty of Dafi Yoimi. If you just show up, 
you come a little late to the shir, we're starting a brand new mesechta. Brand new. Everything, it's like as if nothing happened. Everything beforehand, we're already more than halfway through Yavamas, and it's ma'amish kishmak. I did notice just today, we, we lost at least 500 viewers just on YouTube since like before Pesach. Pesach like, so tell your friends to come back, it's okay. It's good, great daven to come back. Says the Mishnah, This is the famous halacha, that if you're married for 10 years and you don't have children, you must divorce her or marry someone else. Now, it's a little bit of a problem if there's a cherem there, Rabbeinu Gerashim. There's a shiloh whether or not we still have Rabbeinu Gerashim. According to Ashkenazim, there's Rabbeinu Gerashim. But it could be that the cherem there, Rabbeinu Gerashim, was already bottled, it's over, but maybe we re... It's for sure, it was... The amount of time that he said it for is over, but the question is whether or not we re-accepted it. Okay, but assuming that we have a cherem there, Rabbeinu Gerashim, Sephardim don't really have it. So, in our days, you can't just marry another woman. So you divorce, even if you could marry another woman, you would have to ask permission. In other words, in our days, when you get married to a woman, it's with the understanding that you're not gonna marry another woman. It's, it's almost like, it's like at night. Everybody does it. There's no, people don't have two wives. And Mamela, by you taking another wife, you're breaking your, your agreement with your current wife. You can't say, oh, the Allah says I'm allowed to marry two women and therefore I'm gonna do it, I don't care what you say. You have to ask her permission. Correct. I hear that. It's a good taina. It's almost like uh, like mekirtos uh, kind of thing. But look, she gets a ksuba and everything. So it's not a mekirtos. Now, sometimes you look around and you see there's a couple married. We had a couple here married for 20 years plus, and they had a child, Baruch Hashem, big ness. And I, when the guys, that solid guys, the guy that came from, I, I saw her walking with her stroller. I said, stop. We gotta. This is every time I see the kid, Mamish brings emotions. Told him the mice the whole thing. So what's that? How come we don't get divorced and nowadays? You don't see people getting divorced. Sometimes, yeah, but you see them be married for 15 years, 11 years, whatever it is. If it's halacha, so first of all, it could be very well be the husband's problem. They know something that we don't know. And it's none of our business. And but also the Rivash says that in our days, we don't enforce it. To the point where if somebody wants to get married to someone he's not going to have children with, it says, it's usr, we don't, we don't enforce it. So we don't tell him, we don't give him musr, maybe he does need a little musr, but that's not our thing, and today it doesn't really apply. Gershaw, you divorce this woman, she's let to marry somebody else, I, you didn't have children, she's going to get married to somebody else, maybe she'll mess up that other person, she's allowed to. Which is also a big chiddush, because... The second guy, once he sees that there's problems, L'chayr, it's the same problem that the first guy had. So why should he wait 10 years? After two, three years, he should be m'chayv to be No, he can wait 10 years. Vimei pila, if she conceived, you see she's able to get pregnant. Well, she had a miscarriage. Because, you see, she's right to have kids, she just had a problem. To divorce her. V'yitang ksuba. However, at the same rate, he divorces her, but he must pay up his ksuba. So yesterday, ksuba is a lot of money. $36,000 approximately nowadays. Shema Which is a chiddush. Because she is coming to claim the ksuba. Maybe she should prove that she can have children. No. Maybe it's his problem. Shema loizacha, he didn't have the schus to have children with her. Av b'yishirai l'dabar, zech l'dabar. It says, miketz eser shonim l'sheves avram b'eretz kanal. What's miketz? At the end of what? There's a period of time of 10 years. At the end of that period. And then, let's see if we have the pasuk here. Yeah. But think of it, sorry, it's just avram, it's hogar amitzris, shifchoso, miketz eser shonim. So that's when Avram married Hagar, and it came after 10 years. So you see, uh, now, why is it not a, a pure raya? You see over here, 10 years. Well, you don't see that he divorced her. You see that he married another woman. 
The Gemara first says that the 10 years that he was in Chutzlar, the, the years that he was in Chutzlar didn't start to count. It only started when he went to Israel, when he went to, to Herzkanat. What about today? So the Rishonim say, no, this is a, most of them say that this has to do with Avram. But there are Rishonim that say that if somebody moves, um, if you move Teretz Yisrael, then it starts over, I think they say. There's a whole need in here. Ayin Shom. Look at Rashi for a second. Rashi says, Mikei says, Shonim Baal Hagar. Vaidilay Nasav lo Banach Sheikh Hamoyach Shlai Baal Eretz Kanat. How come you didn't marry before? Because it doesn't count. Dilma says Rashi, living in Chutz Laaretz is an Avera, and that Avera caused that they shouldn't have children. That's why the count started in Eretz Yisrael. Mm, hold on. Yeah, that what I said before is the ritva that once you, after ten years, you go to you start from fresh when you go to Eretz Yisrael. Uh, okay, fine. Zog the Gemara. Lufichach seems from here. If they had a reason why, or. According to the Rosh, it's very interesting. Even if they had relations, Chala doesn't mean they couldn't have relations. But you see that their mazel was bad. Meaning, according to the Rosh, even if they're in jail, but they could have relations. It's not a pshat that, it's, a, it's an obvious thing, no? I hear what the Rosh is saying. Because if two people are in jail, so you don't say, oh, they were in jail for 10 years, they have to get divorced. Jonathan Pollard has to get divorced because he's in jail for 10 years. Everybody understands he wasn't with his wife, therefore they didn't have children. The Rosh is saying even if they could have children, even if they could have relations, the fact that they're in jail is, is hura mazole. It ruins the mazel, and, and therefore it's not counted as part of the count. Very interesting. Why are you learning from Avram? That, that it took him 10 years he married Hagar, learn from Yitzchak, which is 20 years. So from 40 to 60, 20 years. Yitzchak couldn't have children, so you can't bring a riot from him. So the Chiv is on the man to have children. Proof was on the man only. So the fact, so he couldn't have children. It's his problem. We're gonna more is gonna say soon. Both of them. Couldn't have children. So then what's the right from Avram? Says the Gemara, So this is interesting. You have to insert here a pshat that Rashi brings for the most part. And Rashi says like this. It says in, in the Pasuk, You see, Gary? So it says on the chart, <laughs> he was 75 years old when he left Chara. Then it says, Avram ben Shmoinim Shana Vesheishana Velez Hagar as Yishmael Avram. So from 75 to 86 is 11 years. So basically, it took him about a year to have a child from Hagar. So there's 10 years. There's a 10, 10 year difference. If so, that whole Pasuk that we had before, Miketz Eser Shanim, is extra. We could figure it out from these two Psukim. If you have such a limud, you have miketz as shanim. What do you do with that limud? And that's the lashon of the gemara here. Ahu mibayale. What's ahu? Miketz as shanim, which is extra, I can learn from it. Sorry. The, there's two things that are extra. One by Yitzchak and one over here by Avram. So by Avram, we're going to learn what we're learning up until now. That you wait ten years, and that's from the extra part. The other part we can't learn because maybe he's a akar. What do you do with Yitzchak? Amir Bailey, the Rebbe Chia Barabba, Amir Bichia 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 Barabba, Amir Bich
כדי ליחס בו אין שני סוף של יעקב. Check this out. I'm not going to go through this whole chart. But there's a beautiful thing here that Rashi brings. And I'll just say it real quickly. On the bottom, I put all the, the what each number, the seven boxes. And there's eight things on the bottom. It's really, each box has something significant. But to make this very, very simple, this is, for, this is from a Gemara Rosh Hashanah. So I didn't do it this morning. Don't worry about it. I did it when I was with Gary in Eilat. I don't know how he did it. What? Megillah, Megillah, thank you. Megillah, what Something. Megillah, I think, yeah, Rashi brings it over here. That's how I found it. Megillah Yedzai, fine. The bottom line is that if you, the bottom numbers, 86, 100 are the, the, how old Avram was when Yishmael was born, how old Avram was when Yitzchak was born. And then it says Yaakov was 60, 60 years over there. But if you do the whole math, 77 plus 39 equals 116. But there's 130 years accounted for. You see it says 130? So what happened? What happened from 116 to 130? So what we have here is 14 years that are missing. And that Rashi brings a, t- a phenomenal thing. That Yaakov Avinu got punished for the 22 years that he didn't see his parents. He didn't do Kibbutz Aveim. That, those are the 22 years that Yosef was in Mitzrayim. But there's more than that. There's another 14 years. So those 14 years that are not accounted for, those are the 14 years of Yeshiva Shem Be'ever. And that when you learn Torah, you don't get punished for Kibbutz Aveim. Torah trumps Kibbutz Aveim. Okay. But that, you see that, you need it for the Cheshman. You see where it says under the box three, it says 60. You need this Pasuk over here. Why does it have to tell me 137 years of Yishmael? What difference does it make how old the Rush is when he died? And the answer is to make this whole Cheshman and to understand this beautiful chat of the 14 years of Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever. These are things that not everybody... What? You remember? Yeah, you want... Mm, mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. He learned. She was standing in front of him. They were facing each other. He was davening himself also. So why did Hashem answer him? It should say, Vayetar Lohem. They were both. It wasn't Yitzchak davening for Rivka. They were davening on, this, on each other, on, on themselves. So it should say, Vayetar Lohem. Says the Gemara, There's a big difference. Akash Baruch answered Yitzchak because his father's Avram. Ben Yada sticks a little knech here. He says, since, like we learned yesterday, you could be Yitzchak Mitzvah's Puru with grandchildren, but in other things as well, so Memela, HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered Yitzchak, it's the, the, this kid that Yitzchak is having is Kibanim. It's like Avram's child also. So Memela, there's more, there's more power to the tefillah. You have the tefillah of Yitzchak, you have the tefillah of Avram. There's once a guy that asked the Satan Rav, said, how come you Jews are so much in business? He says, because we're the only nation that goes into a room and we meditate and we think about business three times a day. Says <laughs> Why were they unable to have children? What does that mean? Because Baruch has a type of the tefillah of the tzaddik. Because Baruch wants to make the tzaddik better. He doesn't care for the tefillah. He doesn't need the, the, the tzaddik's tefillah. It's not literally. He's misavid for the tefillah. It, it creates a better tzaddik. There's a tzaddik that, that becomes close to Akash Baruch. When a person has a tzar like that, we should know from it. They down from the heart on a much higher level. And that makes the tzaddik closer to Akash Baruch. 
we learned, I mentioned it uh, I don't, a little, little bit ago. It's important for here also, the very important Yisoyed. And I found it today in the Maral. I asked Michal, we were talking about it yesterday and I, fa- I found it. The, the, I think the Maral says, maybe others say it as well, that why were they Akarim? You see, they're all Akarim. What's going on here? Akarim, Akarim. Tzara, Rivka, Avram, Yitzchak. Because it was the beginning of Klai Yisrael. And Akash didn't want their bodies, so to speak, to be genetically or something associated with Terach and Lavan and new body. It's a new Rechem. It's brand new. It might be the same body as before, but not the insides. The innards are all brand new. That's how you start a new nation. This is an Eser Abaisai, pitch four. You flip it up and you bring it to another place. You flip from anger to compassion. This is a chiddush gadol. I don't know if anybody ever heard about this. Still, a lot of you, yes. A tumtum and androgynous. We know what that is. It's a, both of them. Both of them had skin covering everything. Now here's the chiddush. You think that a person that has skin covering the systems, so, so you don't know. You look, you don't, you don't know. The zohar and the keva, but it's a lot more than that. They usually cannot have children. It goes together for some reason. It messes up the system. It means something's wrong with, the whole, with their whole body. And it's not just, oh, they're them. so take a knife and, and, and check out what's going on. No, it's hard to have children like that. Shinemar habitu el tzur chutzaftem. Rashi says chutzaftem to, um, how do you say chutzaftem? To, uh, no, to chisel, no? To carve. So you carve zachrus, vel makeves bar nukartem. A bar is a bar, so that, that, that reflects uh, nakfos. So it's a hint to Avram and Sarah. Islanders, everybody knows the picture already. It's Ayol, Meloshan Ayol. She's an Islanders. Not that this is a picture of Sarah Chasham, so we'll go to the next one. Shinemarvati Sorai Akoro. So what does that mean? She's Akoro. She can't have children. What are the next words? Vlad, double Ashen. It should say, she's Akara, finished. And the story, I know what Akara is. Vlad. Afilu base Vlad She doesn't even have a uterus. She doesn't have, she doesn't have anything. Or some say she had like a, a defected one if they want to get away from other caches. Okay, but she didn't have a, a base Vlad, a Rechem that could function and, and bring her a child. The Bells of Chassid told me that in Bells, just this month, a woman just gave birth to a baby from a donated uterus. And there's a Nidan, he said, I don't know what this is. Is there a problem, halakhically, who the, baby's, who the baby belongs to? Does it go by the, the donor of the uterus or it goes by the mother? Such a, such a Shiloh. Omar Rav Yudhubi Rav Shmuel Bar Shailas Meshmei Rav. This halakha that we learned in the Mishnah, that you wait 10 years and then you get divorced. People lived 200 years, 500 years. So 10 years is nothing. But in our generations, when the Gemara is written, people live 120 years max. You do 30 months because three pregnancies equals 27. And each pregnancy needs a month for Tahara. So it's a total of 30 months. Oh, sponsored. Sponsored by Moshe Horn in honor of the gold star Moti Donut. Sponsored honestly as a schos for Moshe Yaakov, Ben Shoshana, and both Ruchnis and Gashmias. Rabbo Omar Rav Nachman. Shalosh Shonim Keneged Shalosh Pekidois. Some of the Breslovers are going to get really excited now. Three years, because in three years, you have three Rosh Hashanahs. Omar Rav Nachman, Shalishanim, Kenegit Shalish Pekidois. You want your wrestling? 
It's okay. We'll be Michael. Don't Rosh Hashanah, Nifkidu Sari Rachel Vachana. It's on the Rosh Hashanah, obviously, that people decided whether or not they're going to have children. Sorrow. That's the day. Rachel, Chana, Rachel, and Chana. Omar Rabba. Lesson Lanaklale. Michti. Omar Rabba. Lesson Lanaklale. We don't, it's not true. Ten years. We don't do two and a half, three years, three Rosh Hashanahs. Michti Masnisa Mantakin. Rebbe. Who's the author of the Mishnah? Rebbe Udanasi. Verme David. Emut Shani. What? Let's see how many years we have from David Amelech. It was already less years in the time of David Amelech. Forget about Rebbe. So many, many years later, Rebbe wrote that you wait 10 years. Rebbe didn't live more years than, than David Amelech of 70. It's normal to live 70. So Amela, Rebbe knew about this, and Rebbe wrote the Mishnah, and he said, it's 10 years, forget about it. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, you should, doesn't work out. You marry another woman. Says the Gemara, What's the problem? Because maybe he, the man, it's the man's problem. And therefore, you give her a ksuba. Maybe, again, problem of a Maybe it's her problem. So why do you divorce her, give her ksuba? Uh, says Gemara. It's very interesting. It's a little difficult to understand, but we're learning that She doesn't have the mitzvah approval. MMA yes, it's very painful for people not to have children. But the man has an additional problem. He has an additional pain. So let's say not having a child is a is hundred pain. I, I can't even imagine what the pain is. It's top of the line pain. But a man has even a larger pain than the woman in a way because he has a mitzvah that he'll never be able to fulfill. Imagine a, a man that, that has to put on tefillin and he can never put on tefillin. He doesn't have arms. It's a tzar. He walks around the whole day with the tzar. I can't put on tefillin. He has the mitzvah pruravu in addition to everything else that's going on in his life. It says... The Gemara, loy ancha. She is not going to be punished, says Rashi. This Oynish, whatever, she did something wrong. Hakushbar is not going to hit her in that spot where she doesn't even have a chiyuv. Hakushbar is going to take. So Luchaira, the Gemara is saying, since he's the one that has a chiyuv, Hakushbar is giving him the pain because he did some avera. So Gemara is saying. Aini, we have a problem from the Mishnah. But Amru Le Rabban Le Rabbi Abba Bar Zabdi. Nazavid Savayil Bnei. They told Rabban Le Zabdi, go get married and have children. Vamar Luhu Izachoi Havali Mikamaisa. If I was Zoycha, I should have had from the first wife. And now our Mishnah says you should marry a second wife. He's saying no, one wife. If I can't do it, I can't do it with the first one. I'm done. Says Gemara, we're familiar with this. We had it yesterday. Yeah, he couldn't have children for another reason. He, was, he didn't want to get into his private details why he can't have children. Yeah, I tried with my first wife. I couldn't have Shalom Yisrael. Why? Just like we had yesterday. He went to the Shir of Ravuna. What is going on here? Another Amoira couldn't have children because he went to Shir. Gets even worse. So he said, hang me up upside down, or I don't know exactly how they hung him, but they hung him. Like a, like a green leaf, basically. He got rid of the problem before he felt it happening. He was sitting there at the, at the, at, at, at the shear. He's about to become a saurus. Hang me. They hung him and he was saved. We were 60. Every single one of them. Everyone became a akar. Besides myself, the kind of I kept the apostle. I was smart enough to realize it and do something about it. And I saved myself. What is going on here? So, one of the shalom I saw. 
the Ben Yoda says, that you have to think about it for a second. How long was the shear exactly? I don't know, but was it so long that the, the, in those days, as a medical, we, we discussed yesterday, the Nishtanu there was a, a piece of skin that could rupture. But how long? What, there's a, one hour and then you become akar? So get up and go to the bathroom. Besides, we had a whole Gemara in Bukharis that said that Ravashi, the whole Gemara says, you, people used to relieve themselves in the middle of Shir. Ravashi was on a, on a bridge. He relieved himself on the bridge. And somebody said, hey, your mother-in-law is coming. She said, I'll relieve myself in her ear. So the, the, that's the key of, of relieving yourself right away, not to become akar. So the Yadis explains that because these Tamil Chachamim wanted to be right there in front of Ravuna, so they used to go a couple of hours early. But once they went in there and they sat around in circles, as we know, they got locked in. They couldn't get out. Because there was, there was he had thousands of Tamidim. Think about Rebbe Kiva, 24,000 Tamidim. Think about the Matzav over there. So they went in really early to get a great seat. And then they got locked in. They couldn't come out. And whatever Ravacha did to, to, to overcome that, another Pshat that I saw, huh? <laughs> I hear. Maybe the Magachir was able. I don't know. It's a good Shaila. Maybe Ravuna was. What do you do with Ravuna himself? Another thing is that they were so engrossed in their learning that they, they didn't feel what was going on. They didn't feel their bodies. Okay, fine. I have a, a little bit of a riddle that Chaim Kanevsky used to ask Bar Mitzvah boys. What kind of Jew wears tefillin on Shabbos? Huh? Uh, Levi knows not only all the Dabim Which one? Right. Exactly. So the answer is right. Okay. According to the Trum Sadeshin, though, he says that someone who doesn't have a brismila because his brothers died of of a because of the brismila, so he doesn't have a brismila, so he doesn't have that ice. And on Shabbos, you need that extra ice. Usually. It's the brismila, but he doesn't have brismila, so you should wear tefillin. They're not really mukta for us, but okay. Says Gemara, Girsha Mutaris. Huh? You'll see in a second. One second. Girsha Mutaris. If he divorces his wife, she's allowed to marry somebody else. Says Gemara, Shani in, Shlishi Loi. Now, if it happened two times, great. But on the third time, it's already chazaka, and that's it. She can't get married. Mastisim mani. We had this. We had this uh, thing about. Um, we'll see in a second. There's a concept. The Gemara is going to talk about katlanis. We'll bring it up hopefully in a, in a minute. Mastisim mani. Rebbe. This goes according to Rebbe. The Sanya Mala Harishayim Vameis Sheni Vameis. Two brothers died from Bris Mila Shlishi Tamil. In other words, after two times, you already established a chazaka. And the third one doesn't have a bris milah. Divri Rebbe. Rebbe Gamliloi marriage Shlishi Tamul Revi Loi Tamul. No, you only establish a chazaka like we know from Baba Kama Sharmuud three times, three deaths. Then the fourth one, no. Vatanya Ipcha. But we say that Rebbe is the one that says three. Rebbe Gamliloi says two. Says Gemara. Let's figure it out. Which one said who? Hey Menayu Achrini Asa. Whichever one of the brises is the last one, that's the one that wins. Which one is the last one? Now, Rabbi Yochanan, we know, is a, was together with Rav, right? Rav was the Goladar in Babel. Rabbi Yochanan was the Goladar in Eretz Yisrael. And Rav, Tanahu Pali. Rav was the last Tana, the beginning of the Amorim. So, Rabbi Yochanan also. It was the beginning of the Amorim. So, it says that Rabbi Yochanan had a Maisa, Maisa Barba Achais B'Tzipoyri. Now, I got to tell you this real quickly. We don't have a lot of time. I want to show you something fascinating. To me, it was fascinating because I went to Panovich for science. So this will be a, a refresher for a lot of you. But this will also bring the sugya. And you'll see the sugya in a new light, I, I believe. Dr. Shamroth, who's a very, very bright individual, very big part of our shir. He's not here usually during the week. He's here always on Matzah Shabbos. And he's the one that wrote the Sefer on Kiddush Levana on, on, uh, on the, what do you call it? We, we have the Sefer over here. Here, bring it. Give me that saver, please. He wrote about the... He did a whole shear here once. A glimpse of light. A whole saver. Brilliant man. So anyways, 
he contacted me and he said, listen, there's a sugi coming up on the Samach Dalet on the base. I want to give you a little lesson. So he came over to my house and he gave me this lesson. I think it's fascinating. Here it goes. We know that a male has an X and a Y chromosome. And a female has two X's. So this is just a simple, before we get into anything. So when you take the X of the father and it matches the X of the mother, so you have a daughter. doesn't matter which X of the mother, you're going to have a daughter. If the Y of the father, one, just the Y, and any of the X's of the mother, what does that create? A son. A son is from the Y of the father, and the daughter is from the X of the father. The mother only has X's. So it's the father, the chromosome of the father determines the, the sex of the child. Now we're talking about hemophilia. It's master from the Gemara that the baby dies from the bris milah because he bleeds out. You can't cut him because it, the blood doesn't clot. He's born with a defective gene of hemophilia. How does that work? So now, over here you see, it's just going to build up. These charts are going to build up to show you a part of the suya that's very interesting. If the mother has a defective gene on one of her exes, and the father's Y goes together with that X, so they're going to have a son with that gene. But if the father's Y goes to the other X, the X of the one on the right side, that's not defective, then you're going to have a son with that hemophilia. So it's a one. Now, if a daughter has hemophilia, she's only a carrier. She doesn't have hemophilia. Why? Because if a girl has the gene, she has another X that protects her. Girls are two X's. They have the two X's. So the so if you see over here, if the mother's ex and the father's ex get together, they have a daughter. That only one of those exes has the carrier, so only one of the daughters is going to be a carrier. And it's not going to affect her. Her blood is going to clot because she has another ex that protects her. The boy doesn't have another ex. No, 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 no. We're not going into that. Not because it's dominant. Because the, the other ex, right? The other ex helps out and, and cancels it out. But the son whose X is defective, has a bad chromosome, he is going to bleed out or whatever you want to call it. His, his blood is not going to clot and he could die during a bris. That's if the mother has one defective gene on one X. What if the father has a defective gene on his X? Then his daughters are going to be carriers. The sons are not carriers because the defective gene is on the X and not on the Y, which creates boys. What if the mother and father both have defective genes on the X? So now, this is where it gets very interesting. If the two X's that are, that are defective get together and have a daughter, what is she? She's a super carrier. Both her X's are defective and therefore she has hemophilia. She doesn't have anything protecting her. Guess what happens if she gets married and she has a child? That's where it gets interesting. That's where the sugi gets interesting. Now, so we're talking about that. We're talking about the mother who has a defective X and the father's defective and the two X's get together and they have a girl that has both of her X's, both chromosomes are defective with hemophilia. Guess what happens? Here she is. She gets married now. If she gets married to a guy that doesn't have any defect at all, every one of her children is going to be at least a carrier and if they're sons, they're going to be mamish with hemophilia. And the girls are not going to have, the girls are not going to be, they're only going to be carriers because they have an extra gene that will protect them. But what if the father also has that bad gene? They live in, I don't want to say what neighborhood, everybody knows in a certain neighborhood in Israel where they all intermarry each other. So these genes, or for instance, in the, in, in the, you know, the, the kingdom in, in England where all the kings and the princes, they all marry only, only princes. So they also have a lot of these problems. So then it's possible the mother who's a super carrier, both her exes are defective, marries a guy that has a defective ex. So his daughters are super carriers all the way. The kids are, every one of them, their kids is a problem. Every one of their kids is hemophilia. So Amela says that to Shamroth. That's the Pshad in our Gemara. Now that we know this, let's see the Gemara over here for a second. There's four sisters in Whoa! What does this have to do with sisters? We're talking about one woman who has a bunch of kids who have hemophilia. So 
After three kids, it's a dominant gene, don't do bris milah. But why sisters? If this sister has hemophilia, this is sister has a kid, how's that going to be a chazaka? This is Dr. Shamrod because we're talking about a super carrier mother who had these kids. And every one of their kids is going to be a carrier. Now, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was a Tana. And Rabbi Yochanan, who saw the story, was Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's student, but he's the last, last generation of Tanaim. So the Gemara wants to prove from here that this Brisa was the final Brisa. It was the, the last Brisa, and this is the, the winning Brisa. Now that you have three, in other words, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds Chazak is what? Three. Because three sisters, the fourth one, don't do Mila. Says the Gemara of Shlish is not, maybe that was the Maisa. Uh, they came after the third. Maybe if the third one would come to ask, he would also say, no, Chazak is after two. Now, so then why, what's the big deal about the story? Says the Gemara of Dilma why is he saying over the story? He's coming to tell you that Chazak is after three. No. Maybe he's coming to tell you a bigger Chiddush. That you can do a Chazaka with different families. This family, they're the Freedmans. They have a, a daughter. She's one of the daughters. This one is the Cohens. But the sisters. Oh, I can make Chazaka. With, they have different family names, but they're all sisters. And I can make a Chazaka like that. And why can you make a Chazaka like that? Because if you know how genetics work, it makes a lot of sense that genetically... The next, all the sisters are going to have the same problem. By the way, this goes against, I believe, against what the art scroll brings down. I took a peek in the art scroll. He says, if I read it correctly, he says that only the mother has this gene, not the father. According to what Dr. Shamrod is saying, it's not, I don't know, I usually go with the art scroll. But since he's a scientist and a a doctor, I, I have to go with him now. And it makes a lot of sense what he's saying, that the father also carries the gene. Maybe they meant that it's not, I don't know. Okay. Oh, fine. Since you see that there's genetic problems in families, people that have epilepsy, and they have a chazaka of epilepsy. In other words, all the sisters have problems like that. Who this chazak? No. Quick question, what if a person says, I know about this family, they have epilepsy, whatever. I have my own issues. I want to marry this girl. Could he? The answer is no. Because he's bringing death to the world. If epilepsy is something that, we're talking about amachla in those days that cause death, right? You don't have the right to get married and cause pain to these children. But the bottom line is, what does Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel hold? Is Chazaka two years, three years? Says Gemara Kiyosu Rav Yitzchok Bar Yosef. Now later on the Gemara is going to call him Rav Yitzchok Bar Smucha, Samcha, like red. Over here it's Kiyosu Rav Yitzchok Bar Yosef. Omar. Just remember that. Omar, Uv da'ava kamei de'Rabbi Yochanan. I'm testifying, I saw Rabbi Yochanan do something. Bechnisha de'mayin, in a shul in Be'yom ha'kippur, listen to the story. Ayim Kippur, Shechali is b'Shabbos. It was Yom Kippur and Shabbos. Umala, Rishon of Amaze. One sister made a bris milah and the kid died. Shni of Amaze. Shlish is balafanam. After two, they got worried. On the Shabbos. On the Yom Kippur. You don't do a chazak after two. What's going on here? According to you, you're allowing to do a bris milah on Shabbos. You're not allowed to do a bris milah on Shabbos when there's no chiyuv. It's also to, be, to give a milah to this kid. So it's also to do the bris milah. So first of all, it's an iser. Second, it's a chil Shabbos. You're not allowed to cut somebody in Shabbos. Second of all, you're killing the kid. But nevertheless, Abaya took this and he said, oh, Chazaka is only, Chazaka is after three, not after two. There's a woman called Chuma. The Gemara talks about her. She's a beautiful woman. Rava had a big problem with her once. He bumped into her and he ran home to his wife and his wife found out. And Rava's wife went and beat up Chuma. Whole story over there. But, this Chuma had other issues. She was the daughter of Yudah. She married three Amaraim. You know what happened to all three? He died, the first Amara. Then she married Rav Yitzchuk. What do we call this woman? Akatlanis. And Abai says, but a Chazak is only after three. Let me marry her. And Abai died. This is what Abai died from. Somebody's going to take such a risk on his own body? 
says Gemara, Amar, Oven the Samcha. You can rely on Oven Yitzchok Sumako Lavar Samcha. You cannot rely on Yitzchok Sumako. So that was the Rav Yitzchok that we said in the beginning that he saw the story with the Rabbi Yochanan in the Shul. Can't rely on him. Oven Yishdeb Chazara. According to the first Pran Rashi, Oven did a lot of Chazara on the Gemara, so we can rely on him. Yitzchok Sumako and Chazara. He didn't do Chazara. Vay Damon the Pli. Even the pligi liyemila benesuin mi pligi. Okay, whether or not you could do a mila or not, but this woman is a killer. She killed her husbands. No, you can't be soimach on that. Says Gemara, yes. In vatayo, this is the rish of a meis, the sheni of a meis, the shlishi lotinase divir rebbe. Says mefurish anakatlanes. Then after two times, you shouldn't get married. Says Gemara, Reb Shimon Gamli loimer the shlishi tinase. That's the machlokes. Reb Shimon Gamli says chazak is after three times. As we just showed, there's a mishpach that has thin blood, so it doesn't clot well. They have thicker blood, it clots. What's the problem with a woman that kills? Today they call it the certain transmitted diseases that come from relations. So the relations is what cause it. And Ravashi says, no, it's, it's a person's mazel. Amazing. If the person dies from a heart attack, so it's possible it came from his wife. But if a person fell off a roof, uh, there was a work uh, accident, and he fell off a roof, what does that have to do with his wife? Oh, it has to do with his wife if it's about mazel. But if it has to do with disease, it has nothing to do with his wife, and Mela, she could get married to somebody else. Have a wonderful day.